Hey there, and welcome to the Box Office Watch Podcast, where you keep watch on how much money movies are making and why. This is the show recapping the weekend of June 3rd through the 5th, 2022. My name is Paolo, and I'm your host. Hope everyone's doing well out there. I know I haven't been the best uh, at being super diligent about getting these episodes out earlier in the week when they'd be more useful, but with the wonderful weather this summer uh, as, it, as that season comes in and my allergies going away and me spending more time outdoors, can you blame me? Um, plus, work has been busy as usual. So uh, this one will be a short one since I'm actually fairly swamped with stuff set at work, um, but there was some big news at the box office from this past week that I had mentioned, so uh, we'll hop right in. Uh, in first place this weekend was, predictably enough, Top Gun Maverick. However, the degree to which it was first place is pretty astonishing. Uh, it dropped only 29% in its second weekend to $90 million US uh, in, uh, in 4,751 theaters. Per theater average, $18,951, running the domestic total of $295.6 million. As of Sunday, it's probably much higher by now. Um, globally, it's made $278 million, so that puts it at $573.6 million worldwide. Wide. Now, a 29% drop in its second weekend is impressive in and of itself, um, especially when you consider that it's for, one, for Blockbuster, and two, uh, the weekend after a holiday weekend, where presumably the three day uh, weekend la- number last weekend was higher than it would have been because you know people uh, you know, were able to go to the movies because they had the time off. And presumably you're making the second weekend drop steeper, but no, it's the opposite case. Um, you know, the closest outside of holiday season, I think, in recent years, I can think of where, you know, and holiday seasons are funky um, because of, you know, people going to movies during then more often. Um, but the one, the film outside uh, most recently of the holiday season, I think that most comparatively to is Crazy Rich Asians, which had, you know, a 6% drop in its second weekend. But that was, you know, again, notable in its own right, and it opened to only $26 million. Um, now, I was looking at some stats, and, you know, looking at films that uh, opened in at least 3,000 theaters, um, and looking at, you know, the, the best drops or gains in their second weekend, Top Gun Maverick is ranked at number 94. Um, however, if you remove films opening in November and December, you know, holiday season it jumps up to 32 uh and then if you exclude further films you know beyond 10 years ago films only in the last 10 um this is the 12th best drop um however you know removing all of those exceptions aside you know looking at all of the films uh, is the top gun maverick is the only film in the top 100 to open to more than 100 million dollars and still be in the top 100 for its drops um which again the bigger blockbuster films have much further to fall so you know, the, the fact that it has only a 29% drop is amazing. Um, the closest in the top 100 is probably Avatar, which is at $77 million and dropped only 1.8% in its second weekend. However, that second weekend was Christmas. Uh, again, holiday season, weird. Um, the only films in the top 200 that actually opened with more than $100 million were Frozen with $130 million. That's ranked 167th, um, dropping 34% with Thanksgiving. Um, and then Shrek 2 is the only other $100 million plus opener film with 108 million opening, dropped 33% uh, in May 20, 2004. Um, so over like you know over 16 years, uh, over 10 years ago at this point. So again, kind of insane that Top Gun Maverick has dropped so little in its second weekend. Put, put another way, you know, this is actually the eighth best second weekend drop of all time domestically. Um, the films ahead of it are Star Wars films, Avengers films, Black Panther, Jurassic World, and Beauty and the Beast. So the stellar drop, you know, combined with, you know, middling reviews for Jurassic World Dominion that we've seen, 
puts Taco Maverick in a very good spot where it possibly will make $600 million domestically by the end of its run. Um, another fun stat, you know, all films uh, that opened in at least 4,000 theaters and got an A-plus cinema score have ended up in the top 10 grossing films of all time domestically. Um, currently, for Top Gun Maverick, that would mean it would need to make at least $620 million domestic. Uh, currently, it's 95th in the top all-time uh, numbers um, as of last Sunday, um, but it's probably going to go beyond beyond that. Um, and speaking of beyond that, you know, I think, you know, it, it's hard to say if a billion is definitely in play. I think Jurassic World will probably play better overseas um, as opposed to Top Gun Maverick, especially, you know, being, uh, and, and, and so I think, you know, it might eat into the international numbers, but, you know, with a $600 million opening here domestic, Domestically, or final number here domestically, I think, you know, $400 million worldwide might be a stretch, but a billion dollars is definitely in play here. At the very least, it's going to definitely be Tom Cruise's uh, top grossing film of all time, uh, beating out Mission Impossible Fallout, which made $791 million worldwide. Um, it's already his highest grossing film domestically. Um, from Top Gun, you know, not too much, uh, you know, the t rest of the top five is, is kind of feast or famine, you know, if Top Gun has kind of sucking up all the oxygen in the room, no other film made more than 10 million this week. Second place went to Doctor Strange, 9.1 million, current domestic total, 388.6 million, and worldwide across in the 900 million range at 908 million total. Uh, third place went to Bob's Burger uh, second weekend, which was definitely not as good as Top Guns. It dropped 63%, uh, down to 4.6 million and a domestic total of 22.3 million. Uh, fourth place went to The Bad Guys, 3.3 million, 24% drop in week seven, $87 million domestic, uh, 220 million worldwide. And then rounding out of the top five is Downton Abbey, A New Era, dropping 45% in its third weekend to 3.2 million domestic, running total domestic of 35.9 million, global total of 80 million. Now, outside the top five, as always, everything, everywhere, all at once is hanging in there at number six. Uh, one last hurrah before it hit VOD earlier this week, a mere 18% drop in week 11 to 2 million flat uh, for 60.5 million uh, uh, domestically. Um, there are a couple of, of smaller indie opens. Uh, Neon's body horror film from David Cronenberg, Crimes of the Future, opened to 1.1 million in 773 theaters per theater average of 1446. Um, and then IFC Midnight opened Watcher to 760 four theaters uh, and 826,000 for per theater average of 1,082. Also want to shout out Micah from WellGo USA. This is a sci-fi children's film from Vietnam that had a super limited release, 23 theaters, but it made 33.4 thousand for per theater average of 1,453, um, just about where everything ever all at once was this week. Now, of course, I also got to talk about Morbin Time. Uh, someone at Sony apparently thought all the jokes online about Morbius uh, meant that people actually were interested in the film and they would come out to watch if they re-released it either ironically or unironically. And so they decided to expand it up from 83 theaters last week to 1,037 theaters. Um, said person at Sony also learned there was a difference between someone laughing with you and someone laughing at you as Morbius made only $310,000 for the weekend, a per theater average of $300 only, did not even put it past $74,000. So yeah, Morbius is the most movie ever to ever flop twice. Um, anyway, total box office this week was $119 million, 75% uh, of which was Top Gun Maverick. Uh, this coming weekend is, of course, Jurassic World Dominion. That one is forecast to open to $150 million, according to Box Office Pros. Though I've also seen some numbers saying that it's probably going to come in lower, that maybe $125 million or so. But so it's still definitely be safe for a $100 million opening. 
Now, I won't drag on this episode too much more um, and won't do the full international breakdown, but here are some other highlights from the headlines that caught my eye this week. Uh, in Japan, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero ended its run, 122.3 million US, good for the ninth best box office total over there uh, in yen. Um, to date in Korea for 2022, the highest grossing film so far is the local film The Roundup, making about 70.5 million US against Doctor Strange and Number 2 with 49.6 million. Uh, over in China, the Shanghai Film Festival was cancelled, to a little surprise. While 80% of theaters across the country are open, up 47% from April, Shanghai's 300 theaters are still closed down. Uh, meanwhile, over in Russia, with the Hollywood boycott still in place over Ukraine, it looks like Russian theater owners are allegedly uh, pirating the latest releases to sow in theaters and trying to circumnavigate you know, potential uh, uh, crackdowns on those. Um, and then over on Netflix streaming side of things, it looks like The Amazing Spider-Man is now available on the platform and was briefly the number one film uh, starring Andrew, uh, on Netflix, so good for Andrew Garfield. Um, meanwhile, the Indian phenomenon RRR is now the most viewed non English film on the platform. Um, finally, we have some new movie news. Uh, 20th Century's Predator franchise film Prey is coming to Hulu on August 5th, and it will also be dubbed in the Comanche language. Todd Phillips confirmed that Joker sequel is in the works, sharing on Instagram the title subtitle being Foiled Adieu, Friends for Madness Together. And then on Ghostbusters Day, it was confirmed that both a live-action sequel to the Afterlife uh, film codenamed Firehouse is set in the works, as well as an animated theatrical film on top of an animated series from Netflix. And with that, that's a wrap for this episode. Sumer ideas for else I should cover via email at boxofficewatchpodcast at gmail.com, Twitter, boxofficebowatchpodcast. Our show is on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Subscribe, leave a review, share a friend, any that helps. Uh, links to our Patreon will be in the show notes. Numbers used in the show come from dnumbers.com, intro mountain music, Kevin MacLeod, stuff and confident on music.io, editing production by Ninsboy Media. Until next time, this has been the Box Office Watch Podcast, and remember, our watch goes on. Yeah.